Hello. Lisa, you there? I'm here. I'm here. I really don't know what's been going on, but uh, maybe relationships is a, is a topic that somebody's trying to stop. <laughs> I think you got to. I think what Jeff was saying might be true. It's just too many people, right? What's the well, max amount of people that can be on? Uh, it can hold up to ten people in a on a conversation. So it says that's what the the web provider says. But okay. uh, I, I guess you know somebody didn't want this topic to be discussed because um, I've never seen that many people come on. But um, I'm glad to see that you know some people are just you know ready to talk about these these. Um, these issues, especially uh, among people of color, I, I think it's. Um, I think I think as people of color, some of us are too prideful to discuss certain things, or or we prefer to discuss it in private amongst our our closest friends or stuff like that. And you know, well, we're um, going to discuss it tonight. <laughs> right, ain't nothing wrong with a topic. If you can't discuss it, you can't build one. You can't continue one. Correct, correct. I, I, I definitely agree on, on that. And me having six sisters, I, I can tell you, I've I've heard a lot of sob stories. Um, and I've heard some good stories. So, uh, you know, everyone has a different personality. Everyone has different tastes. And you know, sometimes I would tell, um, I, I had one sister that she just liked to, she just liked the guys that were just hardcore and rough around the edges. Mm-hmm. And then I had another sister that she was just into like athletes. And then I had another sister who was just into those, what do you call those guys that are, uh, uh, everything looks so perfect with them, the way they dress? I forgot what they called but. What, like you know, metrosexual? There you go, metro. Those Tom, they get into a fight. It never gets messed up. Mm-hmm. It, so I had I had so many different sisters, and I would sit there and listen to them and and listen to their stories. And then I would I would meet these guys. They would come over to the house, and you know, as a brother, you're trying to feel them out. Like which one of these guys is close? You really like my sister, but you could never really gauge because. Sometimes the one that you think might not be the right one is. Mm-hmm. And the one you gravitate to might be the monster. So uh, I know from having a lot of fights with a lot of these guys who dated my sisters, uh, it, you can't really judge the book by it by the cover sometimes. So, um, uh, Jeff, are you in there? Yes, Where's sir. Jeff? Yes, sir. Uh, you're finally there. So my thing is, like, like I said, you know, I, I was talking to my youngest sister, and she, wow, she's in her early 30s now. And she says that when I can't find anyone, um, she's tried dating sites. Um, she's, the bar scene is kind of kind of tired. She doesn't like that. But then I was like, you know, what kind of man are you looking for? And when I asked that question, she really got quiet. But sometimes I guess 
not just with a male or a female. You got to figure out what you're looking for, what, what will make you happy. Now, I know everybody has their own stories. I can just tell you, I can speak from my experience. Right. I used to party. I used to I used to hang out. I used to go to clubs. I used to hit the bars. I was always after the woman that was very flashy. Uh, you know, the cleavage, you know, I, I would chase those. We would call, you know, the hottie. People, please be aware of your background noise. Yeah, I do hear something in the back. Whoever just popped in, I saw the television set. So, to make a long story short, a lot of those women that uh, women that I used to see in the bar and club scene turn out to be the wrong type. So then, at my focus, I, I went towards uh, more refined, more conservative uh, women that I felt that were a little smarter, a little more intellectual. Mm-hmm. And um, that's when I, I, that's when I met my wife, almost twenty years ago. Uh, married ten years, together for sixteen years. And I, I can tell you for a fact that, uh, from my experience, um, a marriage takes work. But what I, what I learned that I told Jeff earlier, I said, "What is key is what are you willing to accept." Right. So once you figure what you're willing to accept, you could kind of ignore all the other little small things. Mm-hmm. Nobody's perfect. You have to give uh, your partner uh, their space. You know, even though you know, somebody's doing something in the background and it's making a lot of noise. All yes, right. it is. Please, uh, everybody, please uh, just check around your surroundings. It's okay to hit the mute button if you like. It won't knock you off. Right. So, uh, you know, like everyone, you know, has their little pet peeves. Um, in the past, I, I, would, I would date women who like to argue. And I'm not the type that really likes to argue. After a while, if, if, if I find you to become problematic like that, I would just not return your calls and just slowly, like, just leave you alone. Because I'm really not in, into the fighting. Because you know, I had six sisters, so I was fighting all the time. You know, uh, so I wasn't trying to find that type, you know, of relationship. You know, where I'm, you know, you're calling each other names and trying to tear each other down and see who can mm-hmm. get the biggest insult. And so I, I kind of, you know, left that alone. And once, once you know, my wife was was pretty much sheltered, and uh, she was, you know, into the book. And she came from a very, very uh, strict household, so she, she, she was. She's not she's smart, so she was a lot different from what I was accustomed to uh, going after. And when I met her, I used to make eye contact with her, and being that I used to be, and I'll say it, I used to be the predator. I used to be the one that would go after the woman, like yo, I'm, I'm gonna get that. You know, with me and my boys, there was a competition thing. And when I saw her, I was just like. This is the type that my uncle says that the one that's not showing everything. She's pretty, she's reserved, she's conservative. So when she used to make eye contact with me, I was kind of intimidated. And my wife would make the contact and say certain things to me. And until one day, um, I asked out to a basketball game and 
here we are almost 20 years with two children and um it, it does it does take work i i could have i could have stayed with the wrong person and been miserable the one that looks like you know the the, the video victims we see but i decided that i wanted more you know and, and that's pretty much with that but um i'm, I'm going to shut up for a while and I like to really listen to others. So uh, I guess let's start with the youngest people in the room. Right, it's always me, right? <laughs> well, Jeff, it's, you're in a different generation. Things are different now. You have a lot more to contend with than some of the rest of us. Well, um, it's interesting enough that I have to go after you to set all of those great things. Um, but uh, this generation is uh, something special <laughs> in a lot of good and bad ways. Uh, actually, mostly bad. But anyway, um, you know, women and men are both the problem in this generation. It's not so much, you know, back then a lot of you hear a lot about the guys being the predator, like you said, you know, the, the guys not being there for their kids. You know, that was always the stigma. Not saying that there weren't deadbeat moms out there back then, but that was always the stigma. It always seemed to be the guy's fault. But now, in my generation, it's like social media, the age of social media, um, what we see on TV and what we hear in music, what we see in music videos kind of influences our thinking. Um, a lot of us all think that we're nobodies unless we got a Kim Kardashian or a Beyonce. And, and, and I mean that as... Everyone wants the girl with the big breasts, the big booty. And, and, you know, without being too derogatory on the air, you know, they always talk about they want the good good. And same thing for, for a lot of females, you know. They want, they want the Jay-Zs. They want the fly guy. They, they, they want this guy that's popular, known in the streets. And, and my generation, that seems to be like the, the popular thing. Now, that's not to say that it's all of us, but... um majority of us are, are driven by these things and it kind of affects relationships when, when you're out there trying to actually find someone and be serious with and they expect an A, B, C, D, E, F, G the gate. Okay. Wow. Uh, it, it, it really depends on what you bring in into the relationship and what you want to get out of it. And I mean, some people just have long-range goals, and some people have short-range goals. Correct. There you go. You're getting where I'm going now with this. You know. So now, Jeff, you being what you're, uh, you're in your early 20s. I'm not going to put your age out there. But a lot of women out there now, um, you don't know what's real. So you can't tell the, the, if, the, if the big booty is real. or I think most of us now can tell what a breast implant looks like. Yeah, when it wasn't so easy to tell back then but now everything's so in your face so you know you know i periodically club hop and and, and go to bars and all the things and like what i see is sometimes you can't always go up to just anybody and, and be like hey you know what's up how you doing blah 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 and, and you don't know who you're talking to now like you know I'm, I, like i said i'm trying not to be offensive here controversial but i just gotta say it. okay so what you're describing, that seems almost like the club. Well, yeah, but it's just like, you know, you got a lot of people who aren't really females in the club now. Oh, shit. 
<laughs> and, 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 and it's like, you know, it's like it's so hard for our generation now to find true love. And I'm just being honest with you because you don't know now now the women are the predators too. It's not just the men. Now the women are the predators. The women want what they can get out of you. And then they'll go and just like go about their next business and go and tear up the next guy that they got on their radar. Then you got some who you can't tell if they're a woman or not. Then you got these women now who are all on this pansexual, bisexual jump and, and talking about, oh, I, you know, I'm bisexual. Though. You see, I got a girlfriend, but, you know, I could date you, too. What? <laughs> but, Jeff, and, and Jeffrey, got... that goes both ways. You know, you can't just, you right. can't just say well, well, I'm women speaking, out well, there I'm doing that. Well, I'm speaking because I'm a man. Well, I'm speaking because I'm a man. I, I, like okay. I said, we already know that there's men out there doing that. Like, that's the stigma off the rip. Like okay. everybody expects that from a man, but growing up, you know, I grew up in, a, in an old school household. So, you know, my brothers and my sisters used to tell me certain things and it was just like, you know, only thing that they were putting in my mind was that, oh yeah, the females can't be the predator. And now I'm seeing a different story now. Like you got women out there who, you know, they'll take your money. They, they'll, they'll go ahead and lead you on. You take them out to dinner and then they'll, you go ahead and you be a nice guy, you know, and then she stopped talking to you all of a sudden or she'll find a way to say that she never liked you in the first place, but she was all right with going on one, two, three dates. Edwin, would you say that that's something new? That's been around. I mean, that's yeah, a game. That's but, a game. That's that been is, around. But it, that is not new? It all depends on how you project yourself. So... If it and and you're a little too easy and you're a little too loose with your pockets, and you met her in a club and she hanging around the bar and she hanging around the guys with all the bottles, what then that's probably the type well, of well, you know, well that was the first case, but other cases were where like we would meet up at like school or something, or you know, maybe at a workplace or whatever, and then you know, you just talking or whatever. Like it that scenario could fall under many different categories of when you pick up these people. Okay. It's just, I think where, where I went wrong at when the first time it happened to me, where I went wrong was I wasn't really trying to get to know nobody, really. It was just like, yo, let's go ahead. Let's just do this. And that was just the wrong thing to do. It was just like, all right, I'm getting the ladies. I'm getting the phone numbers. I thought that's all that mattered. That was just the adolescent in me. Now, what I feel like people should be doing that, well, not just people. I'm going to say men. Us young men need to start doing this. Forget about all those dates. Forget about trying to take her out off the, off the rip. Trying to trying to prove yourself to someone, just kind of see who she is as a person first. Throw some subs in there, you know. Talk, you know, talk regular, you know. Just talk like if you're coming off not as as a friend too much, because then that can be, you know, that can be a, you know, that can mess you up in the long run. But you know, you just want to kind of like just get to know them really as a person, see how they move, you know, see how they react around their friends. So if she want to go to the mall with you. And she bringing her friends. Well, then you know what? You bring your boys too, and you go to the mall, and you see how she act around people. You see her spending habits. You you see how she talks to her friends, and you see how she talks to you, how she treats you, and then you go and make the move. Right. But I think a lot. I think a lot of us are just running up in there all blind, hoping that something nice happened, and, and we ain't really doing nothing to properly investigate. Well, boy, that's a loaded one. You just throw a lot of stuff up there. Um, but, but it all goes down to um, where you're looking. I mean, sometimes, all right, this goes for the ladies and the men. Do you think that we overlook what we're actually trying to find? For a lady, it, it could be 
uh, a blue collar guy who's a hardworking guy who uh, takes care of his house, but he's not. He just has a, a just a normal car. He's not in debt. He has good credit, but he he might not look like a Denzel Washington, but he Correct. knows how to treat a lady. Correct. So. That, they don't like they don't like those men in this generation. Well, for my generation, speaking for my generation, they don't like those kind of guys. Uh, any of these ladies want to jump in on that? Um, I can say so. I guess it depends on we we talk about age groups here, okay? Um, and and I'm not trying to say that Jeffrey. Because you're a millennium, that uh, that this is happening to you, but you got to really look at the type of women that you're talking to and own some of it. I'm not pointing the fingers, you know. I've learned that I had to sit back in my life and realize why am I constantly going out with the same type of dude and getting the same type of result. Well, you picking to choose to be with that type of dude. So that goes back to what Edwin just said. If you're not giving anybody else a chance or not looking outside of that type that you normally date, then you're going to get the same result. Sometimes we got to switch it up a a bit and maybe talk to someone that you might not necessarily think is your type. And you might be surprised that Exactly. That is someone that you could rock with. You know, you can you can get with, even though in the beginning they may not have been your type, or you were not even noticing them. Mm-hmm. I those are the type of relationships that last the longest with me. Yeah. As I get to this stage of my life, so yeah. preach, Lisa. Well, well, <laughs> yeah. we'll see. We'll see it. <laughs> So, you know, Treasure. you know, it's not just all about the looks anymore, you know, the pretty boys. But that's what we hope. The that's fly what we guys hope. with the car. That doesn't impress me at all, you know. But, and I can't say it ever has. Okay. Never, I've never really been the girl that gets the guy with the people may think that, you know, he got the fly car. Yes, I've gone out with, with guys who, has, who have had expensive cars. Yes. But that <laughs> La- after that doesn't la- that's not what keeps my interest that's not what keeps me right. very with true. them but like you said look looks aren't looks aren't everything but you don't want to wake up next next the next morning next to Shabba Ring I hear you <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know <laughs> you're not nice man you're not nice you're not well, nice man well I tune in the way hey uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how to come back with that one. Hey, anyway. listen, man, I come back with that one. What if, what if you found that chabarate, whatever that, whatever you said, female, but she's got everything that you can ask for in life? Would you do it? I, I've been there. I've actually been there. Wow, well, I've, I gotta hear I've, I've had the male version of a chaperone in my life. I never thought I would like this guy. Never, ever, ever. No, he was not the most attractive guy. 
my friend saw me with him and they were like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> but, but he was a nice guy. Gave me anything and everything I wanted. Took me every place. Anything Lisa wanted, Lisa got. He was the Shabba Rocks. He was a really, really, really nice guy. But once I fell for him, Ooh, he turned out to be the devil in disguise. Wow. And then I was like, I know I shouldn't have gave him a damn chance. But hey. You know the movie? There was a movie out once with um uh two can play that game. Remember the, the scene where Bobby Brown wasn't the most attractive guy and she dated him and she gave him a chance. And then once he saw a mirror, she started fixing him up and he started to play himself. He's, remember, he started to feel himself once she gave him a chance. So that happens, too, in relationships. The guys that usually might not be that attractive, they get that girl, they get that star girl, but then they start to feel themselves and, and, and don't remember how to treat her. Don't remember that they, don't remember that they got a prize. Well, I, I, you're bringing up a good point. I, I had a friend in high school, and he wasn't the most handsome guy in the world. But one thing I can say about him is he had mannerisms and he knew how to treat a lady. And then when he would get these really attractive girls, some of my other friends would make jokes and say, how is he getting that? How is he getting that girl? I think he's he's haters. Yep. <laughs> no, but he, he knew how to treat a lady. And that, that's the difference. You know, right. some guys or, or, you know, who they pretty boys and they just have to pick at a litter, so they treat women like shit, and they go. I need the old school people to explain this to me, though. And uh, let's call those guys for what they are. They're they're fuck boys. <laughs> I knew that word was gonna come up. I knew that word was coming up. I knew somebody was bringing that word up. And Jimmy strikes again. Hey, if the, if the label fits. Okay. It's just a, a millennial term. It is, but yeah, Jimmy. Yeah. You got to back me up on this one. Isn't it strange that our generation now, the females know that these guys are what you describe, and they come up to these females and disrespect them and, and do all of this, and they still get in the car with them. Yep. And then, and then on top of that, they get on social media and want everybody to feel bad for them later when it happens. It's the whole mentality of the, gen- of the generation. It's a whole mess. It, it's like it's like everybody wants their cake and eat it too. And it's like when you tell, I feel like where I go wrong is I'm always trying to tell her the bad side of me because I just feel like I don't want nobody to get caught off guard. Like whoa, whoa, you didn't tell me you was like this. I don't want to ever be told that. Like no, mm-hmm. I'm letting you be known what my what my faults are and what my tendencies are. And I would like to know what yours are. So that way we can tend to like this tolerance that Edwin's talking about. Like that way we can build a tolerance for something because not everybody's perfect and not everybody's is going to be on point all the time. But it's like, I feel like when I say that now, they use that against me. Yes. If it's that bad for for this millennial generation, then the, the the college campus must not be a good experience anymore. Oh, it's not. Jimmy, you can you can vouch for that, right? You remember? Yeah, definitely. Both here and in the South. 
it's not. It's just not what people think anymore. It's overrated now. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So now, uh, okay. Good. Good. Good, Jimmy. Good. Well, my take on it, my my uh, partial theory to why things have become the way they are is that a good amount of people were so quick to grow up. Now, so quick to be adults, they didn't really get to experience, they didn't really get to emotionally and, you know, grow the person. So now we're all just, just kind of throwing ourselves around, you know, falling in love. And now we're all just broken individuals trying to find our way in this world. Mm. That's just my take. That's, that's just my take, both from personal experience and from what I've seen that's out there. So, so, so now, now I'm going to add some future. So, added on to all this uh, frustrating trying to find yourself a girlfriend or a soulmate or just a really good friend. I guess, you know, these are terms that are now. How, 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 do, how, do, how do some people in here feel like dating outside their race? Oh, I'm, I'm 100% for it now because I've been dating in my race for a long time now and I'm done. Oh. <laughs> Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wow. Wait, 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 wait. Oh. I can also vouch for that. I, I've dated too in my race too, and I'm done with it too. Oh, wow. I'm trying to dip my toes in the other race pond myself. Yeah, exactly, man. I feel like you know, I dated a few Puerto Ricans. I dated I dated three black girls. And I'm gonna tell you right now, I was stupid. There was a white girl that came around. She she was you know she she wasn't ugly and she wasn't she wasn't all that beautiful either, but she was right there in between. But like I said, looks ain't all that either to me. She she was definitely showing interest in me, hit me up every day, and I was just ignoring her behind because I kept thinking about what my family and what the black community would look at me as if I had brought her around. And I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm just gonna keep it real with you, man. Black family households this don't be talked about a lot, but they do judge you based on who you who you date and who you bring home. And I'm sorry, they be, you know, they be a little bit against whites. In the household, when you're a black male, I'm talking about as a black male, though, I don't know about the daughters, but as a black male, dad and mom expects you to come home with your own kind. My dad was like, you better get a Puerto Rican. My mother was like, she better be black. And I'm just like, well, what the hell? Why can't I love what I want to love? You know, a, a good example of this was uh, this old movie with Bernie Mac. With the white boy, then this black girl. I think it was Tobey Maguire, actually. And there was a lot of bias and stigma around it. But I think at the end of the movie, they actually kind of came out pretty well. Well, I, I, I can speak from my experience because I've, I've dated a Chinese, Japanese, Korean, Filipino, white. Uh, I've dated outside my race. Because I was a little curious. I felt like Jeff one time. I'm like, you know what? I'm sick of this shit. You know, I'm going to try something different. And, you know, uh, in the college years, that's when I kind of like experimented. And then when I came back home, I was just kind of like, wow. You know, I would come back home. I was in Crown Heights. And I know my neighbors would look at me like, what the hell is he doing? You know, but I was just kind of sampling the candy store. So, <laughs> <laughs> seriously, notice. Um, I guess that's one way to put it. Asian, <laughs> it they would respect 
there was no back talk. Um, not that I, <laughs> no, I was and I was like, would you stop? You know, because she was constantly doing that bow. Like, it's a cultural. And I was like, well, you don't have to, you don't have to do that. Just, just give me a hug. <laughs> you know, and we, but there was, there was more of a respect thing. And then, you know, I, I was younger, so I didn't really pay attention to what people thought around me. Not that I really gave a fuck, you know, but if I was with somebody, I made sure if I was dating outside my race, what I said, my sister said, if you bring home somebody outside your race, you better be freaking high. And I remembered that. So I made sure any person I dated outside my race, I, I was taking the cream of the crop. Yeah, and but I, I mean, that's like a matter of perspective, though, because your cream of the crop can be different from your sister's. Yeah. This is what let me know if I'd go home some dog food. My, that would, that me, would be her opinion, though, but you ain't look at that female's dog food. This is how I grew up with. When I grew up, all my boys, yo, if you put an ugly girl around the way, they'd talk about it for days. They would snap on you forever. Yo, remember that girl he was with? Yo, she was busted. Yo, so you couldn't come because all my boys would be looking. And they sizing her up. And then they wouldn't say nothing until after she's gone. So we had a competition thing against, you know, young guys with testosterone. We were really competing trying to bring the baddest chick on the block. And that's what we did. So uh, another good thing is I was around a lot of uh, guys. They, they, they were all athletes, you know, very confident, you know, attractive, you know, young men. So, you know, we never cut each other's throats for girls, but we were very competitive. You know, a lot of them played basketball or football. So, you know, a lot of guys with the bat, the basketball players had more girls anyway, for some reason. But I, I'm saying... Dating out outside of your race is, I learned a lot. It, it was definitely different. Um, and I really didn't. But at the end of the day, I always knew deep down inside that I was going to marry a black woman. I knew that. Oh, come I, on, man. You said all of this just to say that? Come on. <laughs> I'm just telling the truth. No, nah, I know, but dang, man. So you went through all of that for nothing, man, when you already knew what you wanted to marry. <laughs> so, uh, what was that, Jeffrey? Uh, having her kicking either of two? <laughs> it was just that. It was, it was just something that a black woman gave to me that I just didn't get from the other women that I was dating. I can't explain it. It was a feeling. It was a connection. You know what, though? I can't even comment on it because you got way more mileage than I do right now. But right now, I'm, I'm on this wave, just like they say all oh, guys are the same. Like, hey, listen, a female's a female, man. We just got to find the cream of the crop. You just got to look at it. Here's another thing. Sometimes you got to look in a window and in, in your mirror and say, am I doing something wrong? Am I the problem? In here. I hear cricket. That's true. That's true. I mean, I was talking to, and Jeffrey has laughed at me about this, but right now, technically, I'm dating myself. Okay. Because I feel like I'm not personally attracting 
the type of guy that I deserve. And I feel like maybe I have to love myself more first before I can let somebody in to love and appreciate me. Like I have to appreciate myself first in order to put out the vibes of what that right person is supposed to be for me. So I'm dating myself. Mm-hmm. And, and, and never put like a, a time limit on yourself. Like, Oh my God, you know, all my other friends, they're just settling down. I felt like that too. Yeah, I didn't let that pressure me to push me into a situation to be with someone that I know I really wasn't going to be happy with. Because then you'll be miserable. All, all my best friends are, are engaged. So are mine. All my people from high school are either engaged or have a kid on the way. And you know what? Sometimes I get mad at them, too, because they'll point at me and be like, yo, bro, what's up with you? And I'd be like, yo, come on, guys. But then at the same time, like you said, don't put a time stamp on yourself. But at the same time, we got to like look in the mirror, too. In reality, the older you get, and I was always told that by the old heads, the older you get, the harder it gets. So if you ain't figured it out by 30, you're going to have a long road ahead. Because by the time, I feel like by the time now with my generation is going, the rate we're going, by the time we 30, there ain't going to be a single female out there without a baby. That's not true. That, that's I, I differ on that because well, I, preg- teen pregnancies are up, man. <laughs> I was almost forty when I met my wife. I just got sick of, for lack of a better word, playing the field. I was tired. I was sick of being with just dating, being with different. It was a, it, it was exactly it, it was empty. Exactly. After a while, nothing even really like feels the same. Exactly. You know, like the chase. It was. It was like that little game we used to play when we were younger. It got boring. And then it goes back to that little joke that Eddie Murphy says. He was like, "You got to know when that right one is there because you don't want to be that old dude in the club. And it's not like you're you're old. You're just too old to be in the club because you now you're seeing another generation." If you're in a club and now you're seeing some of your neighbor's kids partying with you, then you know you got a problem. But how do you think females feel? Like, don't you think that's 10 times as bad for us than for you guys? Like, you guys have every opportunity, even into your 40s, to have children, have, you know, have what you want in the perfect package. For us females, that clock hits at 30, 35. 40, they looking at us crazy like, why don't you have a kid yet? You know, your eggs are spoiled and all kinds of stuff. Like, for us, there's much more pressure to have all the things that we want in a relationship, but our timeline is shorter. So it should be easier for us guys when we 30, 35 then. But we gotta wait for y'all to mature. Yeah, y'all gotta, gotta get together. Me. You gotta, you gotta be kidding me. You, hey. gotta, you, you gotta wait. You tell me that well, a guy, you, you know? tell me that a guy is not mature at thirty-five. Then you just hey. not looking in the right direction. Nope. I'm, I'm, nope, he ain't mature at all. Some I'm, are. Some, I'm, 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 but, hey. but not all. Some. The way I put it. The way I put it. Maturity has an equal opportunity for everybody. It just depends on the person. All right. So what if you be some young cat that's like twenty-two years old that's mature? Hey, and got something more than what the 35-year-old go. This is what they'll say, Jimmy. Oh, he too young for me. 
He can't do nothing for me. He just he just walked the door. You just described my my whole life right now. Just heads up. Okay, Jeff. Since you're gonna bring that topic up, I'm gonna shut you down right now. I got engaged when I was 30, and my fiance was seven years younger than me. Mm-hmm. All right, so he was 23. Okay. So what you say? That's not that's not that bad. It's like he messed it up. Mm. I gave him a chance. Did, did he mess it up, or did you give him a reason to mess it up? No, nah, I ain't give him no damn reason to mess it up. I ain't give him no damn reason to mess it up. If I can get his ass on this line right now, he'll tell you he messed it up. He'll tell me to this day he knows he messed so it up. Wait, so let me guess, he went and ran to another female. Hey, that's what he did. It was my friend, my best, supposed to be my best friend. She seduced him. She did. No, nah, but you see but, that he wasn't mature after all that. There you go. That's my point. There you go. That's my point. That's my point. When it comes to your partner, and that's why you got to give these these young guys time to mature. Yeah, but they, that's but that's not fair though to say for every young dude though. Yeah, uh, well, well, women could be immature too. Vice versa, then you can't say that for every uh, older woman also. But then see, but when you guy, carry, but, but when you carry that attitude, which I'm not coming at you, you know I love you, but when you carry that attitude around, that's how you end up missing that one guy. That's that's the needle in the haystack. Mm-hmm. It's, it's when you give up and you start thinking that oh yeah because the last one didn't work out that means this dude right here ain't gonna work out either and then when you keep that negative that the negative thoughts in your head it, it just makes it harder for you and not only you other people out there then they'll start saying to themselves well you know what I'm just gonna stop going after these type of females because they just keep oh going. well I, I, I hear you Jeff and for the record and for the record I don't think like that I actually do like younger guys I think older guys are stuck in their ways. I want to really start talking about some shit. Right. I think older men, once they get past a certain age, they're old and stuck in their ways, and I can't deal with that. Ain't no changing them, ain't nothing. They just stuck in their ways. They ain't no fool like an old damn fool. But every day has been burnt at one or two or three times in their life. However, when you reach in this person, don't let them Somebody got a TV on in the background. Jimmy, I don't know. Somebody doing something and you interrupting the I had to change locations. Come on now. I had to, change, I had to move locations. Okay. Uh, you good. Hold down. Your past cannot cross the same future. Now, it doesn't mean that you should forget what you happened in your past, but don't let that become part of your dialogue with that new person. Thank uh, you. Like, please, just don't bring that baggage over here. Please. Amen. You know what you you know what you don't tolerate, and you know what you want. You always have those voices. You all have, you know. What the hell? That little voice what? in your head something. <laughs> you know, that little voice off. You know, and now here's another thing. You got to try something different. And let me tell you, 
if you guys, and, and I told Jeff before, it's very inexpensive. Try something different. Try to take the cruise to nowhere that leaves from Manhattan and goes up to for the weekend. You will see so many professional singles on these, and it's a regular cruise ship. Yeah. You know, you got to try something different. Take yourself out of, the, out of your old ways or, or the, the, the coffee shop or, 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 you know, some kind of social Ouch. Ouch. or some, somebody's trying to, you know, make, I don't like, don't hook me up with freaking nobody. Oh, well, my friend is single. I don't give a damn. You know, <laughs> you know that's not what, you know, let me find who I want. And that's how you got to look at it. But you got to leave your, oh, everyone has baggage. You got to leave it behind. You got to bury it. Some more than others. There you go. You, you have to move on because that baggage is what will prevent you from meeting Mrs. Wright or Mr. Wright. I guarantee you. So, I mean, but my question here to everybody is that what would be, what would be a new way of looking at Because, I mean, it's funny. You threw all the coffee shop. Like, I felt, you know, I felt that bullet go through my chest there. And, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be meeting a lot of chicks in Starbucks, yes. But, um, <laughs> you know, I, 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 yeah, I'll be, I keep it a buck. Yeah, I'll be sometimes, yeah, I'm just, I'm just not being cognizant of who I'm talking to. Or I'm being overly friendly too, too quick. But, like, you know, I just want to ask everybody, what would be out of the box? I mean, you said the whole cruise to nowhere thing. You know, I'm still, you know, I'm like, ah, yeah, that sounds cool and all, but I don't want it to be expensive. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to be going out there trying to find a – I ain't say I'm trying to find a budget, but I'm just trying to find something where I ain't got to spend a lot for it. You spent a lot on them Yeezys, right? What was that? Uh, you spent a lot on them sneakers so you, you can invest some money into you, Jeff. Right. Oh, shoot. You, you took it there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, it I know about that too. Don't take it in the cabinet. Uh-huh. The same amount of money that you take to back that woman, put that money into a lot of a lot of these guys. They'll go out and and, and get a VIP section and spend hundreds of dollars for a forty bottle a forty dollar bottle of champagne from the liquor store. But they'll pay three hundred dollars. To try to lure them the wrong woman in the club. Invest that money into you, Jeff. I guarantee you. Man. You'll probably go somewhere and won't even come back to New York. I'm going to do it, man. I'm not, no, I'm not going to think about it. I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. And then we, can, then we can do another podcast and see how my adventure was. Oh, please, Jeffrey. I told you to go to the movies by yourself and you didn't want to listen to me. I just, you know, I just got an ego issue with that. It's like, yo, like, Feel like a loser if you go to there. I don't know how you do it. I had a blast. It was a great time. Booked my seat, bought myself some popcorn. I felt like I was spoiling myself. Had me cold stone ice cream and everything, and I had a blast. I see how you take care of yourself. I'm like, all right. Yeah, but you can't even discuss the movie with anybody. Well, I don't need to talk to nobody <laughs> about the movie. That's what I don't even like to talk to people in the movie theater. Like, why? I was like, what you, like, 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 you going to talk no. to the empty seat next to you? I'm like, hey, yo, look, did you see that cool move by Iron Man? Like, <laughs> that is the most annoying thing to me in the movie is for you to chit chat. First of all, this is the first time we see in this movie. Why are you talking to me? Mm. Be quiet. <laughs> We could talk afterwards, and that see, is what social media is for. This is why I don't take no females oh to movies. 
That's just me, though. Find you a chick that'll talk through the whole movie. But for me, that's not an option. Sorry. Ask <laughs> you millennials a question. Dating on social media. That has to be the scariest shit on earth to me. Wait, wait, repeat that one more time. I'm sorry. Yeah, meeting people on like Instagram or Facebook—that that seems so. Oh scary. yeah, like the Tinder apps and all that. I'm still very mm-hmm. wary of those. You know, someone told me last night was coming at my head about that. Oh yeah, get on Tinder, and I'm just like, yeah, I don't trust that. Don't yeah. do it. Neither do I. Don't do it. Don't do it. I mean, I'm sure. I, I'm sure I have a pro- profile out there somewhere, but I'd like never use it. Horrible. Somebody recommended it to me, and I did it, and it a bunch of creepers. Mm-mm. Well, yeah, right. And I feel like it's worse for for a female to be on the internet like that because I mean, it's just the times we're living in now. Well, yeah, I mean, for for me, and you know, my group of married girlfriends, they were like, "Yeah, I have other girls that met their husbands off of these apps," and I'm that's, like, that's "Oh, great. that sounds like a great idea." And once I went on there, I was like, it's a bunch of young guys with some, uh, you know, alternate ideas. We're going to keep it rated MA, not rated R. (laughs) Yes, alternate ideas. And I was, that's not what I was there for. You got to look at, remember the the Craigslist killers? These, you know, uh, they'll they'll kill you. They'll, They'll tell you to go to Chinatown somewhere. Yeah. Have some, some shady uh, uh, people out there. But I, I just think, you know, just trying things that before, maybe, I'm not saying to lower your standards, but, but sometimes it could be somebody that maybe just not uh, old, jazzed up like what you're accustomed to, but they can hold an intelligent conversation and they're a decent human being. And I think sometimes. They get overlooked, whether it be a male or female. I, I sometimes, I sometimes say, I told this to, uh, I told this to Jimmy before. Sometimes I feel like I was before my time. And like I, I agree like, with him. Yeah, like I felt like I would have done better if I grew up in a later generation, like mm-hmm. a, a generation in the past. Sorry, not later, uh, uh, a older generation. Mm. And, like, what you're explaining to you is absolutely correct. Like, I believe in a lot of things you're saying. And the, the problem is, though, like, I don't see it in existence in my own generation credit. Yeah, it's time to change the environment. I've been telling myself that it's time to change the environment. So I've been coming away from New York a lot, and I've just been going to other states here lately. That's just been my goal to just visit other states until I can afford to leave the country a little bit more. But, um, Yo, it's just, and it's, I feel like it's like that everywhere, man. You go, like, they just, like, people don't talk to each other in the street no more. People don't know how to say good morning. They don't, can't even get a thank you when you hold the door. So how do you expect to meet people like this? And people are just so unsocial now in person. It's like, I got to talk to you through a text to get an emotion out of you. And I'm one of those people who can't get, can, can't catch feelings over a text message. That's yeah, your, ge- but that's your generation, Jeffrey. It is. They're absolutely. That's right. your generation. They don't want to talk on the phone. Everything is a text. Yeah. A text. I mean, I have people that will text me uh, uh, seven pages of a text. 
I'm like, why didn't you just pick up the phone and call me? You actually typed all that out? I'm not reading seven. I'm not reading seven texts. I hate reading book reports. I'm not going to read all of that. If you if it's that important, then you need to call me. I will answer my phone or get back to you. What? But that's what I'm telling you, Ed, as a rebuttal, like I'm saying, what you're saying is absolutely correct. Like, I, I want to believe that and I want to go by it by your advice, believe it or not. It's just so hard to execute that with this generation because I'll come off weird or they'll say I'm trying too hard or I'm thirsty or uh, something like that. Or they can't even keep a conversation, man. Like a lot of them can't keep a conversation. Like I, I talked to one female and actually it happened today. I talked to one female and she couldn't even keep a com- conversation with me for five minutes without picking up her cell phone. Oh, oh give me a minute. I'm sorry. Uh, give me a minute. Sorry. I just wanted to get up and just leave her behind. I can attest to this. I second this completely. I mean, I, I hope she ain't hearing this on the podcast. I just realized I'm on a podcast, but hey. Her <laughs> focus should have been on you, not on the phone. Right. And, you know, I just, I was totally upset because I feel like I could do a lot more with my hour that I just gave you. But you know what? I think, I, I, I think we all at some point may have become guilty of that. So what I do is I let that be known up front. I kind of like say, you know what, can we put, unless you're a doctor or a lawyer, you know, can can you put your phone down? Or a reporter. Down? Or a reporter. You know, unless, unless you have a job or profession that requires you to really t- check every text message that comes through, mm-hmm. can you put your phone down for this hour or for this? Yeah, yeah. Two hours, whatever, because I want your undivided attention, and, and I will do the same. I've had to get better at that myself because of my job. Um, I've had people tell me, you know, you're always on your phone. And sometimes it could just be that it is my work or my business that's interfering, and I got to learn. I had to learn when to turn it off. Mm-hmm. But, but if I expect that, then I have to be able to do it in return. You know? well, I mean, I like... mean if, if the conversation is like really good and like I'm so into her, there's no way I'm picking up my phone because I'm just died into it. I think a lot of people who know me already really see that if I'm talking to you and we vibe and we having a good conversation, I'm barely on my phone. But if nobody's talking to me, yeah, I'm going to be on my phone. All right. Yeah, I think Jeffrey, yeah. I, I, I hear you, but I can't say that that's the same. I mean, like I said, depending on what your profession is and what you do, um, some, some, I mean, my phone is, and like I said, I've had to learn when to turn off because I just get so wrapped up into my work, which you know I'm very passionate about. So the my phone constantly goes off. Correct. My phone's going well, off. That, that's my okay, phone's though. going off for a while while I'm talking to you guys. But see, like right if, now my phone's going yeah, off. See, like, but if you're telling me that, if you're telling me that off the rip that, hey, this is the type of work I do, I'm going to be on my phone a lot, then that's fine. But as long it as you can keep It doesn't make it right, though. You know what? I hear you, but it doesn't make it okay. Because if I expect that from you, I need to be able to uh, I get where you're going with this. I get it, yeah. It's like it doesn't I get, make yeah. it okay. It doesn't make it okay, and I've actually experienced problems in relationships with dating people, and they've actually, you know, called that as an issue 
with them. You know, you're always on your phone. Uh, you know, I was married. I'm divorced now. My ex-husband told me, he's like, you should have just married your damn boss. Because whenever he rings, you jump. He's like, whatever. You know, I, I had an ex-boss, and, and he called he called the house on the house phone. But the fact of the matter was the reason he called the house phone is because he was in China, and something happened in China. So, you know, there's that that time frame difference. And when my ex-husband answered the phone, he answered the phone, uh, hello, can I speak to Lisa? And my husband was like, who the, who the, you know, he said, who the F is this? You call in my house, ask me to speak to Lisa, not good evening, uh, Miss, Mr. Watson, this is, this is, uh, Lisa's boss, I have a situation, sorry to call you at 2 a.m. in the morning, Matt. Matt, please speak to your wife. That's what he should have did. And, you know, my husband put him in his place. He was like, you don't call. He <laughs> said, she may work for you. He said, she may work for you, but she's my wife. And you don't call my house at 2 o'clock in the morning and say, hello, can I speak to Lisa? You ask me, can you speak to her? When I tell you, at first, I, I, I kind of got mad, but then it made me feel good because my boss needed to get put in his place. He did. He's out of order. He's out of order. You don't call. He was. He was. It, it just got to the point where he needed to get put in his place, and my husband did it. He did. Put him in his place. Well, I would say that that was a pretty good husband. I mean, I don't want to he, get too much into he, detail, but, you know. He never. Let me tell you something. My boss never did it again because he was used to doing that for years. Mind you, I worked for this man for close to. I worked for this man for close to eight years. So we had like a good four or five year relationship in which I managed his company. I was his executive administrative assistant, managed his whole, managed all his offices. So he was used to calling me like that. I had a cell phone and a pager. Right. You know, he was used to having that hands on relationship with me because at that time I, w I was single. But once I got married, he had to learn that you can't do that anymore. And if you are going to call my house, my house phone at two o'clock in the morning and my husband answers, yes, he should have at least said hello, you know, to my husband and then asked to speak to me. Well, with all, with all that being said, I want to ask a question to everybody if you feel like answering. Um, what is your next step? I mean, well, I'm assuming everyone here is single now, but except for Edwin, Edwin's, Edwin's the high, Ed, Edwin, Edwin is the Edwin is the king right now. You know, he's got his life. Yes, but um, you know what, what? What steps are all of us? Well, I'll even answer my own question. But um, you know, what steps are we willing to take now going forward? Like, what are we going to do? Are we going to improve ourselves? Are we going to continue on this on the same path we've been continuing? Or you know, what are we going to change? Why we got to change? Oh, well, hey, shoot it! Tell me why. Tell me why not. <laughs> okay, I can say this. Um. I'm at a stage in my life right now where I have zero tolerance for BS. So I'm happy being single. I'm not saying I don't ever, ever, ever want to get married again. But it's really going to take a special type of guy who is going to be able to woo me. Um, I date. And I date. But um, I, I, like, I like being single right now. I, I don't think... I don't think my lifestyle right now can handle a relationship. I got so much um, personal 
goals that I'm trying to achieve. I'm driven, and it's going to really take a special person who understands a lot of what I'm about to to even fit into my world right now. And I, I don't want I don't want that to sound selfish, but I don't really have a lot of time. I work, but you guys know I my my but my job and my business is very demanding. Um, what am I willing to change to answer your question, Jeffrey? Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe give myself more, give me, give Lisa more free time and not just bury myself in my work. My family and my friends tell me that I'm burying myself in my work. I don't see it that way, but maybe for, for the new year, I'm going to listen to them and try to give Lisa more free time. Because most of the, most of the free time that, that I have is usually still work related. You know what I mean? Um, it's social events that are work related so like when does lisa really take time away from the social events from work to to find time for herself you deserve that lisa deserve that but my 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 tolerance level is zero so so if i'm going to take time away i don't want someone who's going to waste my time hey hey, hey, trish don't don't try and run and hit that x button <laughs> no, uh-uh. I'm right here. Come on, Trish. Come on, Trish. Come your on. turn. Your turn. Your turn, Trish. To be honest with you, there's nothing I want to change about myself. I'm, it's actually funny because last night I went to a kid's birthday party, and you know, it's friends of my ex that are really close to me, and they're my, now really close friends that's now kind of like family. And they actually said to me, what is up with you? Like, I like this, this Trish, like there's a glow about you and you are fun. And what, it, like, what's going on? And I didn't realize that the steps I've been taking has finally been showing on the outside, like taking yes. time for me, you yes. know, and, and breaking away from, um, secluding myself and doing these things like going out on dates by myself. I've never done that ever in my life, ever. I've always been surrounded by people and, and friends and all that stuff, and I've never really dated or been to anything by myself. I'm yet to go to a bar by myself, but doing these things to make me happy is now having other people see who I am. So I'm good. I'm content. And that's and that's that. when you meet other people when you're not Look. you're not going out to meet someone. You're going out for self-satisfaction just to do it because you want to do it. That's when you wind up meeting other people when you least expect it. Very true. I can second that. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited for the new me. Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Jimmy. What's wrong, Jimmy? Come on, Jimmy. Come on, Jimmy. Tell us. We're all family now. Oh, <laughs> well, I've never had the best luck with the Therosex from the get-go. Uh, just got out of a bad relationship about a year ago. So far, I've been on a straight and narrow. Although I am in no rush to get back into another relationship. Probably anytime soon. 
probably I have been emotionally broken beyond repair. So I'm not really looking forward in in, in any case. Hey, Jimmy, I didn't mean to put you on the spot. Anything you know, if you're not comfortable talking about it, you, know, you don't have to. Like, you know, we, we all been here, so you know, just let you know the support's here. Support's here for you, but you know, you don't have to go do it if you don't want to. Did you did you, did you have to not hear me just now? Yes. Yeah, we heard you. Yeah, okay. Don't let my words working. Let me tell you, you know, listening to everyone here, and uh, I can be brutally honest. I mean, yeah. You need the time for yourself. Take the time for yourself, no matter how long it takes, because you'll know you'll know when you're ready. Yes. And, and you'll know when that person, the right person, is right there for you. Because Amen. I'm going to tell you what it feels like. You know when you're young, like when you're 11 or you're sometimes younger, 10 or 9, girl or that one boy, and whenever you see them, you get these butterflies in your stomach? Uh. <laughs> you're going to get that feeling again whenever you get that phone call from them. And whenever you see them, you get that feeling like you're a kid. That's what you know. That's the person I need to go out because they're gonna bring out that 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 kid in, inside of you. I had and, that feeling before, and I messed that up. Yes, yeah, me too. <laughs> Although they're, they're the ones I, that messed, I messed it up. I messed that up, man. I, I'll tell you right now, that's a very she's very angry with me still. Like this happened now four years ago, and when I see her, when I go to her job, and she lives in the community out here. Oh my God, she still gives me that look. And I'm just like, I feel very bad about myself now. But you're right. When you get that butterfly feeling, man, don't mess it up. Here's another thing of advice. Always raise the bar for yourself. Always go higher. Always do better than what you where you came from. Always. So when you look back and when you see that, you might come to a, a, a point in that road where you might be with that new person that makes you uh, feel like you're floating on a cloud, and then you'll look back and you're like, and you'll chuckle and you'll let it come out. Edwin, you coming in muffled? A little bit. Yeah, a little. How about Edwin? Yeah. Is that a little better now? Yeah. Like I was saying, always raise the bar for yourself. Make sure that you go to that next level with that person that you can. You know, everyone will that person that will complete them. Who's, who's eating Cheetos, man? Who's eating Cheetos? Yeah. Somebody. <laughs> Topic, but I actually saw somebody walk by with an eight ball jacket on. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Just like, wow. Just wow. Hey, hey, leave me alone. Leave me alone. 
Yeah. <laughs> the last time I saw that was that video on the train with the young girl was bothering the guy. He smacked the smile out of her. Okay, okay. I seen that one. Holy, but, but you know what? I I just wish you know everybody, uh, and I know everyone that's on the conversation is gonna find their soulmate. They're gonna find their life partner. Just yep. don't overlook them. They could be right near you, and you just don't see them. You know? But listen, well, listen, I think I know who it is. I just don't have the balls enough to tell it. Well, on that note, let, let me just toss in. I'm just gonna go all out here. Uh, my last relationship was with a white girl from Alabama. Uh, wasn't the best person. I didn't. I was blind to see it, and she basically left me to go after the ex that beat on her. And all that shit just added up from her and if the girls from past, and I'm just done for right now. I think it's just easier not to get involved with anybody right now, at all, for now and for the foreseeable future. Wow. You just you're ready. You're time. You take your time and you'll know when it, when you're ready. You know, don't let anybody force you to do anything that you don't want to do. Because I, I firmly believe that, that time definitely heals all wounds. Very true. But you, you got to give yourself that time. Don't let nobody time push you heals, Time heals all wounds. Hey Jimmy, I got I got a recipe for you, man. You gotta add you gotta add my good friend Trish over here on Facebook. She puts these motivational things up every morning, and, and it like it kind of brings me back. I'm telling you, you'll love what she be posting in the morning. All right, I take your word for it. Yeah, she got like all Come these. On, Jimmy. I do every morning, and that's my thing for myself also. So I try to spread the love, spread all there the go. love. There you go. All right. You, you gotta, you gotta be careful with Trish, cause she might bite you. Yeah, don't be. Yeah, don't, 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 don't let all that, don't let all that nice talk on this podcast and how sweet she sound for you. Wolf and sheep's clothing. Nice, you can defend me. On Halloween, I was house my kids were giving out candy. It's like, Daddy, bring your scissors at the door. So I was like, well, I'm not expecting anyone. Then I go outside and see this woman dressed up like a vampire. It was Trish. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, she, yeah, she mess around, man. She worse than the snake of Slytherin. <laughs> I mean, I was going to say that a wolf in sheep's clothing, but now yeah, she's a vampire. So oh, Vampire. Look at that. She, she, yo, she does not come out during the day. Does not come out during the day. That's the funny part. <laughs> go. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, this is definitely uh, a, a good show. I'm glad everyone came on. It felt you know. Trish, what cave you hiding in? I haven't seen you in a while. What's up? Like, you get on my podcast and I haven't seen you. Like, like, I was on. in Florida for 48 hours and I'm still recovering. Wow. I went to a wedding and a baby shower and didn't end, so I had to, right. had to lay low. Listen, I know you all about self right now, but don't forget your friends. Uh-huh. I, I'm coming back out. Catch me after Thanksgiving. All right, bet. There you go. There you go. Well, on that note, everyone, I want to thank everybody for coming. Thank, thank you, Lisa. You you really hit me tonight on something. I'll tell you later about it. I did? Okay. okay. I, I got to have a discussion with myself in the mirror tonight. There you go. Okay.
Okay. So Jimmy, Grace, Lisa, Raquel, everyone who came on and popped out, everybody who was eating the chips and, you know, looking at the same thing while we were talking, I want to thank you guys for coming out. All right, peace from the East. Yes, good night, everyone. Good night. Good night.